enough of our local um, chat about how nobody likes Sarnia. <laughs> I'm sure someone likes Sarnia. People live in Sarnia, so they have to pretend they like Sarnia. Important question. Which one's better, Sarnia or Chatham? That's not an important question. Move on. <laughs> they both have the merits. I, I would fucking hate Chatham. I would live in Sarnia over Chatham because Chatham's a trash. I would, I, would love to, I would love to live in Chatham. I agree with Rob. It, it feels like a trashy place. I would, I, we have awesome clients that are there. So like the people that are there are nice, but I would never choose oh, to live in that location. Guys, I'm from, For sure. You're absolutely I'm right. I'm from yeah. Toledo, Ohio. Chatham seems really nice to me. Yeah, really? I'm from Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> frankly, frankly, Sarnia does as well. <laughs> I, I, it's been a long time since I've been in Toledo, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Why do you go to Toledo? The zoo. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the lights at the zoo. That's why everybody goes from, from up here. Oh, okay. Um... I don't know. Are we supposed to have an intro? We all we never do. We we're always talking you about this. You hit record. That's our intro. They yeah. might have, they might have already discerned who we are. But I am Alex Austin. With us on the pod today, we have Princess Plubby and Adam. Ooh. I mean, you know, now that I think about it, our intro is really necessary. I mean, I get it in the age of the radio show where you didn't necessarily know what was up next. But I mean, like people literally have to click on the fucking name. They have to come to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just capi- we're just capitulating to popular culture. This is just how it's done. Oh, okay. And Rob. <laughs> <laughs> what a roundabout way. And on this episode of Road Geek Official Podcast, we are going to talk about, uh, well, I guess we're going to wrap up our talk about Obi-Wan because we yeah. already did the first four episodes or so. And then uh, we didn't get to see all the cool stuff quite yet because we were talking in the middle of the season. And then we'll do some playing and watching. So we'll each sort of bring an item to the table, talk about what we've been playing, what we've been watching, and do a little bit of a breakdown on that. And, uh, and I got some cool stuff. Cool. So pop back I, into gaming a little bit. Yeah. Look at me. Look I, at me, huh? I Look also at me. play games. This is what happens when you have children. Uh, yes, when you have children, that life becomes a distant, fleeting memory. But but whenever you get a glimpse of it, though, it must be exciting. So, yeah, well, actually, it was funny. Lead up to Father's Day, I kept joking with Amanda. I'm like, all right, where's my PS5? All right. <laughs> and she's like, you're, you're fucked if you think I bought you a PS5. <laughs> it's so... So I, um, you know, I, I joked around about it. But she's like, she's like, really? Like, you can just buy one anytime you want. Like, she's like... When would you play it? And I'm like, oh, actually, you're right. I would. <laughs> that's so, the problem being an adult. Yeah, but when, um, wow, that's, yeah, until they took me I off mean, the fucking reserve list. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I got the boot. And, um, which I don't still don't understand yeah, why. Yeah, that's weird. You it's weird, probably, yeah. And then, you know, um, I mean, they're just going to be sold soon. They're, but they're up for when, like, the Final Fantasy VII Part Two comes out, like, I'll pick one up around then, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like they're gonna they're they're growing in popularity. They've literally doubled production. Yeah. Like it's like the Steam Deck's a thing now, so like yeah. you can just not worry about it. Just wait a little bit. Well, I thought you were talking about PS5s, but yeah, at this point oh, I could walk PS5 in any mall. No Most malls in my district at any point probably find a PS5. So. Why would Why would you use a PS5? The thing's like two years old now. <laughs> it's old news, but baby. Like the, but also the point of like you said, you don't have a lot of time. Why don't you just get a Steam Deck and play it? And you're down because he can't get a Steam Deck. They kicked him off the reserve list. Yeah, but I I don't care though. <laughs> Just I'm trying to make a point. Why don't you break into a building, go find some child who got theirs, no, 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 and no, just no. beat the shit out of them and no. take it? No, no, you don't even have to do that. You just gotta find somebody that has one. And then beat them up and take it. That's what I just said. A no, small child. No, no, no. Just anybody. No, no. Confront, small child's easy. Confront you're... Gabe Newell, man. Like, why, no, why, the, why the dirty small... dickin', Gabe? Why the dirty dickin'? Huh? Small... Why do you do that to me? They're like piranha. You don't do that. <laughs> like, you know the chickens in Zelda? You don't hit the chickens, <laughs> like right? Yeah. If you do that with kids, 
that happens. <laughs> yeah, Nora. Nora's a bit of a savage. Well, That's true. speaking of, you, you probably wouldn't be able to catch him because you'd probably just go traveling through a forest and trip on every little twig and branch. And, and yeah, I don't, don't want to be the bearer of bad news, man, but you're in your 30s. You're not overnighting a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with me being in the 30s. That has me being fat and lazy. <laughs> so, but the, uh, I love that we're talking about Obi-Wan, though, because in much the same way as Leia is a, is a cute little princess in that show, Nora's my little princess, except that that adventure would go a little bit differently if, uh, if in fact, I was the Obi-Wan, she was the princess. Because, like, with a three-year-old, it's just different every day is an adventure but i'll tell you some things that have been going on lately like one day i was giving her i don't know, like one of these coachings like a coaching situation oh god i'm probably on patience because she has a real problem waiting for anything <laughs> as three-year-olds do and at one point she's like dad and i'm like what she's like shut up and i'm like why she's like we have to talk and i'm like well what do we have to talk about she's like mermaids and i'm like why do we have to talk about mermaids <laughs> she's like she's like they swim in the water i'm like yeah that's accurate and i'm like what else dogs to dogs to us I like fish to them. And I'm like, oh, actually, that's kind of accurate. They probably have, you know, their pet fish. You know what I mean? That kind of sort of companions <laughs> them like dogs are to us. Like, I could see where she was kind of going with that. And then she's doing that. And then other times I'm thinking like. Hold up. Did you tell her that you can have a fish as a pet yet? No. Okay. No, no, we're not going to bark up that tree. <laughs> that, that would just be, like paradox the shit out of her world, eh? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then other things that are happening, too, like that would not be amenable to being chased by Sith Inquisitors. Like I don't know, I don't know where she picked it up. She probably picked it up from my wife. Yeah, Amanda. That makes sense. And it's something along the lines of whenever she has to go do number two now, because she's potty trained. She says, "Dad, I have to go blast one out. I'm gonna go blast a big one." <laughs> oh, and she does it. Wow. Yeah, that's a hundred percent from your wife's she's side. She's like, and she's like, "It's gonna be big." Like that. <laughs> she starts like her voice goes low. She's like, you're a big one. Like that's how she talks oh about God. it. If you ever and want, then, oh your... wait, oh no, Daddy. Oh then boy. oh no, of you take not. her. You take her into the bathroom. Oh God. And she's like, she wants you to sit her on the big seat. Dad, I want to sit on the big seat. And you got to kind of hold her under her pits when you sit on the big seat. She just don't fall in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, and then I'm, I'm kind of sitting there and I'm sitting on the edge of the tub. I'm holding her under the pits. And I'm kind of looking around. She's like, Dad. I'm like, what? She's like, look at me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I have to like look her. Dead in the eye. <laughs> squeezing one out. I want you to know then, the intensity. And then her face is oh, all red, and you hear one shoot out. Man. Oh my! <laughs> With velocity. I feel so With sorry velocity. for her because she can actually go back and listen to these. This is this is, but this is what having a child is like, Adam. This is it. This is fatherhood. So <laughs> there was a time when I tried to acclimatize your daughter to me. Mm. When we were recording at your place, because you look scary and terrifying, I guess. Uh, she's really not afraid of anything now, really, except for heights. So yeah, so, but so I still she... think, but she hasn't seen me in like I don't know what a year, two years. She would probably not even care about you at this point. Yeah, so. you're yeah. probably right. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, look at you, trash human being. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you here to give me treats or presents? No, move along. <laughs> move along. I am not the child you were looking yeah, for. Exactly. Move along. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, speaking of uh, things that were quoted from Star Wars, we should wrap this thing up with uh, some Obi-Wan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, so, Rob, we kind of had a bit of a discussion. I want to just, I like to just start with a number. Give me an out of 10. The whole series. The whole series? Yeah. Uh, okay, are we going to acknowledge the naked guy in your backyard? What? <laughs> I, I think we should just let him keep going. Oh, never mind. He's got a, he's got a tank top he's got a on tank top on. He didn't off. before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know he why. He noticed us before we noticed him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so out of like out of ten, yeah, like for the the whole series, the whole series, yeah, yeah, solid seven or eight. 
Wow. Yeah. You suck. Yeah, because that's your answer. I, I'm not going to say what I thought then. <laughs> what do you think? I was like the same. I was going to say like 7.5. Fuck, I was like like an 8.5 or 9. Really? I wow. mean, it, it's good. It's really good. I, I would say that the... Jeez, um, Star the, Wars the, simp over here. The good pieces <laughs> don't quite outweigh the not good pieces. I think there's some real, real, real missed opportunity in, in the show. Um, that. Oh, okay. That's, okay. Oh, no, I'm agreeing with Alex. What's yeah. the missed opportunity? Uh, Riva's storyline was written like garbage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the, like the on paper, her character should have been awesome. She was a Padawan who survived and then joined the Inquisition to kill Vader. Yes. Like on paper, that sounds amazing. And yet somehow they fucked it up. Yeah. And I don't think it was the actress at all. I no. think I thought she did a fine job playing the character, but they, the writers treated her like shit. But they tried to make huh. her seem really cool, but in doing so, gave her no substance. I don't think they done her dirty. I think they didn't do her good enough. Yes. It's not yeah. that they it's no, not no, that they no, fucked it no, up, that's it's that why they didn't I'm do mad. it good No, at. that's why I'm mad, because it was it was wallowing in mediocrity. The truth is is Reva's story uh, was is very similar to I think it's the third sister from uh as not also really. the third sister. Not the, really, the previous though. third sister from second sister. No, is it sec- from Fallen Order? Second sister. Was that the second sister? Yeah. It kind of reminded me of the second sister from Fallen Order. It was very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's because they just couldn't or wouldn't or didn't or can't use that storyline. I don't maybe. know why. But but I think she deserves her own series. Like, this is the kind of character that I sat there and would have gone, yup, this could have just been its own series, not related to anything else. And we would have gotten that. It's still in the Star Wars universe, but we don't. It's not a Skywalker well, story. Hold on to your horses, buddy. Oh because yeah, because there's rumors about a Cal Kestis show coming your way. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. and I could imagine a character like her popping up in there. There, there's a bunch of uh, things that are already popping up. I think a lot of people are saying that Kestis they think made the path. Yes. So, um, we're gonna see potentially a lot of the characters that were associated with the path, which Riva was. Mm-hmm. somehow associated with the path at mm-hmm. some point, whether or if she's just hunting it or whatnot, but you could tell there was some familiarity there with one of the names on the wall that we didn't actually see. Well, she was probably escaped through it. But I don't, yeah, and yeah, and while that may be the case, though, like she, there was more to it, though. Yeah. It wasn't just her looking at it and going like, okay, maybe I could be making an assumption, but there seemed like there was more there that's going to be unveiled later. And it felt like very much they were just like laying down a bunch of strings. Like, as long as people don't totally hate this character, we're gonna do something with it. Mm. And I think that that's true for a lot of the characters in the show because, like, even the uh, rebel um, cell leader, uh, it, they made it sound like okay, maybe this is gonna be another branch off story. There's a lot of stuff that was left open. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do something now. Just wait and see, and then. Obviously, the show fucking ended before we saw them again. So to me, that didn't bother me because no, a lot no, no, of not, those things I'm not, were. I'm not saying it bothers what, not me. Not what the story was about. Yeah, no, the story. Like Reva. I think the problem with Reva was Reva, Reva, whatever. Um, <laughs> the story wasn't about her, and yet they introduced a very interesting character there. So I people think... are upset that they didn't get more of her. Not that they, or, or that the story plot didn't get enough time to feel her. But the problem was, is she wasn't. The main story arc. I disagree with that now, actually. That that way of thinking, I think, is archaic. Because just because the title says something does not necessarily mean that's what the show's about. And that's true of so many shows in the past. Like a, lo- like a lot of shows, 
will have a title character, but a, a plot that is by no means separable and is just as integral to the storyline. And just the fact that it's not treated properly does not give them the excuse of being like, well, it wasn't the title character, so go fuck yourselves. No, if you're going to put somebody in that much and you're going to try and make them meaningful, you have to make them meaningful. Well, there was also just a, a little bit missed, I think, with telling a little bit more of the story through action using the Sith Inquisitors. So yeah. I, th I think they were really underutilized when it came to the action in the show. In oh, particular. for sure. Um, and, and maybe it's because we've already seen a lot of Inquisitor action in like uh, the Clone Wars and prior series and well, things like Rebels, that. Mostly. And Rebels, yeah, yeah. yeah. But may maybe that's why. But I just think it was such a missed opportunity because there was never, she never, Reva, sorry, never did anything in this series that really made me feel like she was any kind of physical threat to either the Grand Inquisitor or Vader. Or no. Obi-Wan. Or Obi-Wan, for but that matter. I was fine with that. I, I didn't view her as a threat. I viewed her as a, she's a wild card. Okay, let me let me put it to you like this. Last couple episodes Reva's in, with the exception of the very ending, which still I was not cool with because it didn't. they didn't actually give us a reason as to how she pieced all of that together to go after Luke didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. That felt super fucking forced. I just assumed there was more in the message. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that's lazy because if you're going to show the message anyway, just fucking show the message yeah, anyway. True, true. Yeah. And you're writing the message, so you got full control. This is not you hearkening back to 20 years ago when they made the film. Like, true, like true. to fucking move on. Yeah. Um, but, like, oh, fuck. I, like, lost so, track of, like, how angry I was at that. The way <laughs> I viewed Reva, here's, here, Reva, 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 keep doing that. Reva, Reva. Uh, the reason. She is the physical human manifestation of the tug of war between Anakin and Obi-Wan or Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. Bullshit. Yes, that is exactly no, no, what she no. is. No, I'm saying bullshit. I, I if that was if that was what they said that her story was no, about. No, that's not what they said. That's how I viewed it. I still I still call it bullshit. <laughs> I call it more bullshit. I I saw someone who kind of like Obi-Wan was go, you know, was betrayed by Order 66, right? who's betrayed by this whole scenario and is hiding betrayed who they are. Who? I, the, the force, the, the whoever it, what? They, they got screwed over by. Okay. Nothing. The only thing that screwed them over was the empire, which they joined. Well, she joined because only forced into, but it. the whole point of Obi-Wan and her had to go into hiding. She went into hiding inside enemy territory, right? Cause remember they sent, they fit you. They talk about it later on. She was hunting Darth Vader, or she was hunting Anakin, and she was in there to hunt him. So she right. went into hiding, whereas he also went into hiding. So there are mirrors in that way, but also she's a mirror of Anakin, where she is in Obi Wan is not that he went into defensive hiding, whereas Obi or Anakin went into aggressiveness. She went into aggressive hiding. So she is a combination of those two individuals. And also Anakin was hiding who he was, like Darth Vader was hiding Anakin. Eh. So there's this mirroring of that. And that's what this whole thing is about. That's why I fucking love this series so much. And then you get that when Obi-Wan and Darth Vader are mirroring each other with their colors and the episodes where they talk about their past and how the, you know, the, the, the culmination of the episode where um, they're using Reva and she's in the middle of them getting that tug of war and they're going back to, you know, their master Padawan relationship. And he eventually, you know, tears the ship out of the sky. Yeah. Showing that I am still the master. Um, mm. And that harkens back to a new hope. Like all of these mirrorings between Obi-Wan and the way Obi-Wan does things and 
Anakin, how Anakin does things, and the mirroring of their past, the mirroring of their future, and the the, the clearly Reva is a physical manifestation of that relationship. And all I saw were these connections made to everything. This very holistic connection that I went, holy fuck, these writers really went deep. And I think the only problem with the Reva is that he didn't show that tug of war well enough. Mm. Yeah, I don't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, and I'm not even saying it as a joke. I, I don't agree. I just, I don't. Uh, nothing in what you said rang true to me. It looks like a lot of loose stuff that you connected, but I don't believe that that was done intentionally. And on top of that, if it was done intentionally, they did a very poor job of doing it. Yeah, I obviously I felt it. And whether, whether or not, you're right, they may not have intended it. Um, but and don't get me wrong. I'm, I love that you have the magic of that moment. <laughs> I do. I genuinely do. But like, to me, it wasn't there. It kind of reminded me of, you know, the, the Elden Ring where, or the Dark Souls games where the story arc is not told. It's very subtle and you find the connections. The connections may not have been there by design. Totally true. But somehow it was able to push just my right buttons to get me to be interested in whatever theme they're trying to tell me mm. whether it was on purpose or not is very hard to yeah tell. i think for me i think there was definite payoff there which i didn't expect um going into it so i i was not excited about a, a prequel series another prequel series yeah so but there was real payoff in it that i was pretty impressed by by the time we got to the end of it in particular in the face-off between obi-wan and vader right so this is obi-wan kind of you know following the path of rediscovering his connection with the force and then being able to utilize it fully by the end of yeah. the series and it, it was just it was so impressive to kind of see that journey for him but also to see like damn like he's still a force to be reckoned with at the end of it right and yeah. uh, effectively taking down Darth Vader i mean he could have delivered the final blow right there obviously he can't because <laughs> there's a lot more yeah. star wars that has to happen after that right but it was still really impressive to kind of see play out like that so i was i was really i was really pleased with the final couple episodes and how they turned out i don't know this whole thing was just it was fallen order done really shittily it's 100 percent what it was obi-wan stumbles through his force connections damaged his skills have all fucking diminished over a while he starts to gain him back oh there's sith inquisitors chasing him yada 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 he ends up fighting vader at the end wrap up done i did note i did notice that that there was a interesting i, I felt a lot of uh cheap uh, no, no 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 fallen order hack no, Fallen Order. No, no, I'm no, I'm saying the writers. Oh, no, no. Cheap hacks. I, I felt Fallen Order, but I really liked Fallen Order. So it felt good to me and it felt, a lot of people don't know. I wasn't so bothered by it. You and I played Fallen Order and enjoyed the story. Did you not play Fallen Order? I played Fallen Order. Yeah. A lot of, most people who are watching Obi-Wan right now did not. I disagree. I Fallen Order is one of the most heralded Star Wars games of all time. I could almost guarantee. Well, I, I think a lot of people are probably yeah, I think just Star the Wars only fans one that, that is less known than Fallen Order right now. The I mean, sorry, the only one that's more known than Fallen Order right now is uh, uh, Nice Little Republic. One point eight million. Okay, and then watch how many more times the game has been played by how many more people. Fallen Order. Okay, that's the most interesting way. Only <laughs> <laughs> that flailing, flailing order, flailing, flailing Stop. order. Stop. order. <laughs> Well, in All order. Right. So how many copies? And then Adam's going to go, oh, yeah, you're probably Sales. right. How many? Sales under reception. Here we go. Uh, what do we got here? Eight million copies. No. Oh, that's Eight the first Eight million week. copies. In, that was just his first Eight week Eight million. Co there you copies go. Copies by the end of the exceeding. Okay. 
And and 1.8 million. No, that was just the last. Sure. Yeah, so 1.8 million households. So likely about the same number of people. So let me tell you this. Um, how many of those people do you think have a fucking electronic device to play a video game on? Uh, okay. Yeah. Why are, why are fucking TVs... Fucking move on, I'm right. Why are TVs... <laughs> I would not have expected a video game... To you be anywhere near so how behind, much TV You are shows. so behind the times if you think that. Are you kidding me? You have no idea how big the games industry is now. I knew it was no, big, no, no, but no, that no, doesn't no, mean no. the TV like, industry no, had to slow down. Oh, yeah. No, it got fucking, like, destroyed. Like, sandpaper condom full on. Well, like, there but, was but the no nature of these shows, remorse. though, the nature of the shows, like, on Disney Plus and, and Netflix is they, they tend to maintain some steam as they go along, especially the bigger shows. Yeah. So, like, for instance, like, Book of Boba Fett has been advertised to me now for... Seven solid months. <laughs> it still <laughs> pops up in my social media feeds uh, as something that I should watch. So I, I, th- I think they're definitely using this as kind of a long term, wow. longer term play. I, I'm absolutely amazed Welcome that it's only that number. Welcome to 2022. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's wild that like some of the best Star Wars content ever released well, doesn't no. even get like that many viewers realistically. Well, because like a lot of them are jaded. Yeah, viewers. Yeah, true. Because like Star why, Wars why fans, would, why would they be loyal? Because like they have not been treated with respect. That is true. I don't, I I enjoyed the shit out of this, and I really enjoyed yeah. seeing those mirrorings. And I, one of the other things I really fucking love those last two episodes really changed it from like okay, where's this going mm-hmm. to holy shit, everything came together like yep. it made all the connections for yep. me, and that's where that's why I loved it. But I really enjoyed seeing Darth Vader. I don't want to say in his prime because prime was like you know um, Mustafar, but in <laughs> well kinda, I would argue. Well, just but the, Darth the, Vader the, in his prime, uh, sure. Like right. Anakin is in his prime is the Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah. Period. Yeah, and but, then uh, Vader in his prime. Yeah, that's probably a little bit before we see Obi Wan like the show because at that point he was hunting other Jedi still. Yeah. So he was still refining and growing. Yeah, and I, I feel like there's. There's because there's two series that I think have done I, Darth Vader right, but in a new age comics. No, I don't include any of that shit. I don't know that stuff. Oh, they're so good. Um, <laughs> the what was the game? The Force Unleashed. Sure. Um, it really showed in the first I opening guess. tutorial scene where he's just mowing down people from Kashyyyk, yeah. well, just yeah, left, yeah, right, yeah. and center. That was yeah. cool. And he's just walking. Yeah. Because that's Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, there's the great, there's the classic scene in the comics. I forget what comic it is. Just a, I've seen it a lot. Which oh, is the, the meme. The... Uh, I'm, I'm, you're surrounded. He's like, I'm surrounded by fear and doubt. No, yeah. fear and dead men. That's it. Fear yeah, and yeah. dead men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great, great line. Um, And then obviously the one from Rogue One where yes. they treat him as more like a force. The, the ones where they treat Darth Vader as a force of nature, mm-hmm. I think are always have been my favorite ones. And they kind of gave him that treatment where they showed him in a sense, um, how, but they still showed his humanity. They showed Anakin still in there. And well, I, I thought they actually did a really good job in this of communicating the opposite of that, which is Anakin Skywalker's dead. And this yes. entity that has taken over the body of a, a prior Jedi, right? This, this sort of dark force entity, uh, Darth Vader, Right, the Sith entity is mm-hmm. now is now the one in control of the body. Right, I, I thought that was actually really cool. I like the idea of like the Sith entity taking over and that persona killing off the other persona completely and entirely. Yeah. So it, it almost seems like the the presence of Darth Vader in that body is now more absolute to me than it ever was, even in this the original Star Wars trilogy. Hmm. Yeah. So 
My only challenge was that they showed him like with the yellow eyes, the I love eyes, that. and like it was. I so love how they showed it. Got him as yeah. how he got his that scar just, and everything. It was cool. Man. I think the only thing that bothered me <laughs> was they showed an entire episode of how Anakin is still there and how he still acts like Anakin, and then we're like, "I'm no longer Anakin." You're like, "You just acted like Anakin." Obi Wan just proved Stop. that you are still Anakin. Okay, so you're wrong because <laughs> you're a moron and you don't know how people work. God damn it. All right. So <laughs> the whole series, at any point, Vader can kill Obi-Wan when they're fighting, when he's burning them in like episode what, three. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunities where Vader can kill Obi-Wan. The whole time, the Inquisitorial Department more or less knows where Obi-Wan is because when they're on Tatooine, he was like, I got a hard on that only killing Obi-Wan could like satisfy. Let me go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. So like they generally kind of know where he is, not necessarily specifically, but they have a good idea where Obi-Wan might be, but nobody's allowed to go near him. Yeah. The grand inquisitor says that he's like, that's not your hunt. Yeah. You're not allowed to have that. You've been told no. Start slap, slap, slap. Yeah. But like Vader at no point is jumping at the guns to go hunt down Obi-Wan. You notice that? Mm-hmm. Well, he, he enjoyed the thrill of the chase, huh? I don't think so. No, I think he feels no. connected to him. No, I think he does not want to kill Obi-Wan because he knows that either A, Obi-Wan's going to kill him, mm-hmm. or he's going to have to face the fact that he's now Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, that that so, totally tracks. So, like, mm. when, when yep. they are fighting at the end... We already know that Darth Vader in the end is still, like, Anakin's still in there. Yes. But he's telling Obi-Wan, I've killed him. But he doesn't believe it. No, he doesn't. No, he's just yeah. telling him that. I completely, I, Rob, that is, I com- yeah. completely agree with that. That no, is exactly how I do it. That sounds good, because he's using time. Obi-Wan as kind of the sounding board for that a little bit. And, and don't get me wrong, when he's fighting Obi-Wan, I think he's trying to kill Obi-Wan at those times. Because at that time, he's like, okay, now I'm all in. Yeah. But, but that, hmm. at any other time... Like, even when Obi-Wan, like, when the the fucking droid gets over there, picks him up, and walks off with him, we've seen Vader stop a fucking ship. Yeah. yeah. That, at no point was that ever a problem. No. Yeah. Like, to get Obi-Wan at that point. He leaves him alive because he's, like, he's waiting for Obi-Wan to be Obi-Wan again. Mm. Because if Obi-Wan can beat him, then Obi-Wan can fight the Emperor. Vader can't beat the Emperor yet. He's trying to constantly beat the Emperor, and he fails every time. I took it as more of a personal thing. Like, but no, look, Obi Wan no, is. Stop. The, Think of the movies. What does he do? He finally kills the Emperor. But it, but his yeah. motivation to do it at that point was to save his son, not because of the rule of two. But he had the opportunity at that point. Yeah. In all, all in all other media, it always underlines whenever it says Vader and the Emperor, it's Vader's trying to kill the Emperor. The Emperor is laughing at Vader. Yes. Well, that's that's how all <laughs> Sith work. That's just but but like Sith. it's even highlighted in Obi Wan because when he's talking to Vader over the holocom, he's like making fun of him. He's like, yeah. are, we, are we done with this bullshit already? Can we just move on? <laughs> yeah, I, I viewed the killing the Obi Wan as more of a Obi Wan is the manifestation of. Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. And yes. he can't... It's he not can't that, it's not that he's, with... he can't kill Obi-Wan because he wants Obi-Wan to kill the Emperor. He just can't come to terms with letting go of Anakin. Well, well, like, it's it's a twofold thing. One, I genuinely think he wants Obi-Wan to stand up to the Emperor or, or to, to show him that he can still be good so they can do it together. I think that that's part of at it. At least subconsciously at sure. best. Like, deep subconscious. Sure. But at, at the same time, though, when we're looking at, like, 
Vader, whenever he goes, hey, I've killed Anakin, it's just because if he admits to being Anakin, then he has to admit that he has killed his love of his life. He has destroyed the uh, Jedi Order. He has enslaved the galaxy. Mm -hmm. And if he admits to being Anakin, all of those things are at his feet. If he's Vader, it's okay because Vader is just a bad guy and everyone's accepted that. And Vader at no point was ever redeemable. Mm -hmm. But if he was ever associated with Anakin, he can be saved. Yes, I I agree absolutely completely. And I think that's why I absolutely love what this show did for A New Hope. Sure. It, A, did the whole thing with how does Princess Leia know Obi-Wan? It answered that very simple question. I mean, that could have been anything. It could have been like Obi-Wan came over for drinks one day. Could have been anything. But it gave gave us a, a, you know, a looking glass into that. That's cool. Why she trusts him so much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I don't don't know. I like uh, understand like a lot of people are bashing this show. I've given it a seven or an eight because I think it's generally good. Yeah. I just think that the only reason why we're two away from 10 is because there are characters that they did not substantially back up and they implemented them in a very shoddy and, fashion. And, and this is this is the thing that's been happening since episode seven came out, since the very first, uh, you know, Disney-produced Star Wars, is that they're introducing all these new characters, a lot of great current story happening, but there's no backstory or anything built up that make it happen, and then, and then they sell them short by the end of it. Yeah, they expect you to love them without giving you a reason to love them. Exactly. And then hoping to make an episode, uh, a series off them yes, afterwards. Exactly. Look, yes. look, at, look at this girl. She, that, she's Luke Skywalker, but a girl. Don't you love her? <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's that kind of mentality. And, uh, but the thing is, like, I like is, even in the cases of Rey, like, I'm on board with Rey as a character. Yes. Just... Give her some substance, please. Yeah. No, no, like, no, no. Her substance is that she has no substance. And we're going to spend three movies convincing you of that. Good fucking luck. <laughs> like, like, the problem is is not... Like, everyone's like, oh, it's just people hating on yada yada, all these changes. Like, I know, no, I'm for them. Yeah. Like, bring yep. them on. The problem is, is that they make these changes and expect you to just be happy that they've made changes. Mm-hmm. Not... Hey, we've made these changes because they fixed X, Y, and Z, or because you know we're modernizing the series. So hey, we're gonna make characters, but here's why you should like them, yeah. not like them because we gotta we gotta make back the whatever millions of dollars we bought this fucking IP for. <laughs> the whole time I was watching this series, I could not shake the feeling of Akira Kurosawa. Sure. The no, mirroring, the, 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 the Ronin, yeah. the style. And here's, to me, that was another level of why this was so good because that is what original Star Wars was inspired by. So here's the thing. And, and, and to be honest, I don't know all of the people who wrote it. I'm going to laugh probably because I'm going to end up eating my words after saying something because I'm going to make... I have not looked up who, who wrote this series at all. Yeah. But I do know the person who's directed the series, which I'm going to laugh really hard if she wrote it because, like, I'm about to sing her praises. <laughs> like, like Deborah Chow does an awesome job with this. She did a phenomenal job yeah. in The Mandalorian in episodes that she was running. I absolutely, absolutely sing her praises. A lot of the people who worked on Obi-Wan, amazing job. They did phenomenal. The, the content that was on screen was almost always flawless. There's so much about this show that makes you want to love it. And I think that it does make you love it. Like the show overall is great. I, I think it's, I think it's a phenomenal show. Once you get to the end, you have to get to the end. Though. Yeah. Cause it makes all the connections. At the exactly. End. Which that aspect of it is good writing. That whole arc, very well done, but the characters 
do not feel like whole characters unless they are Obi-Wan who's already had it built in or Vader who's already had it built in yeah. or Leia who we already yeah. know who and, Leia is going to become. Like all of those characters. And, and there, was, there was a lot of assumptions made too about the Inquisitors because they, they spent zero time explaining what Inquisitors are, what they do, who they sure. are, where they come from. None of that. But as soon as they showed up, I knew exactly who they were. And I didn't even watch all of Rebels and I knew exactly who they all were. No, you, I knew who they were from Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah, if, well, obviously from Fallen Order too, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, and sure. And you can figure out, you can piece together really quick who the Inquisitors are based on the way they dress, the fact that they're with the Empire and yeah. they're wear, using sabers. So like, yeah, like a lot of the stuff, and you're right, it makes a lot of assumptions and it's unfortunate because there's a lot of stuff that was there that they could have worked with that they just ultimately seemed to mishandle. And I mean, sure, hindsight's twenty twenty. They tried to do something. Okay, yeah. but like at the end of the day, you can't like something for it dropping the ball. You got to point it out and be like, "Hey, fix that next time." Yeah. Otherwise, I, great stuff. I guess I can't complain. To at the end of the day, the two best parts of the show were Obi Wan and Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, which are sure. Yeah, which and, is and, a whole and hell of a lot more awesome Darth Vader than we've ever gotten before. So. Yeah. Yeah. But like my my disappointment, and that's what it is. It's disappointment comes from the fact that there were characters I mm-hmm. thought could have been awesome. And they were just not given the chance to be awesome. Yeah. See, and I didn't view Riva as. But it's not just Riva, though. There was other characters. Yeah, too. but fundamentally, I didn't view Riva as anything more than I don't want to say a plot device, but an object to show the back and forth. Yeah, yeah. She's like sure the twisted up the side of both coins, but like yeah, the thing and that's why like, so I, I didn't I, I, look at her as like I need to feel. I you I felt you understood her, but I didn't feel connected to her. And I think that's the problem is she made, they made a human, um, the object, but we're supposed to connect to the object and we don't fully connect to the object. Well, I did in the moment briefly when Obi-Wan first acknowledged, he understood why she was, yeah. You know, following Darth Vader, right. Why she was going on this hunt for him. Like the, when, the scene at the door. Yeah. 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 Yes. And, and, and in that moment I got really excited. I was like, 100%. Oh, sweet. That's where this is going, yeah. And, and they really had me for a minute there, and then like before you know it, she's kind of like, "Oh, but really, I just want to take you to Vader." Like it, it's it, it didn't mean anything at the end of the yeah. day, yeah. And then even when she turned on him, and then like then she goes after Luke, and it's like it's so obvious that she's like feeding into the one thing that she like hates in the first place, and I'm just like, nobody really thought this through. It's classic story writing. It's, it's not. But it's, it's not special. It's hacky. It's. Hacky. I wouldn't call it hacky. I would. It's hacky. I would call it cliche. That's hacky. But that's Star Wars. <laughs> like yeah, Star Wars is cliche. You, I can't fucking argue that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing is like Star Wars ultimately like the story writing is not amazing. I'm not counting the books and stuff like that. But I like I mean like the shows, the movies, the the writing is not amazing. The joy really comes from the world. And I wouldn't say that's how easy it is to connect with. I wouldn't say that's true. I would say that somehow their writings have created characters that feel connected and you care about them. So that is writing to me. My, my joy just comes from seeing Baru Lars absolutely strapped waiting for (laughs) evil Jedi to show up. (laughs) (laughs) Where was she going? She went behind his fucking plant. She's like, we got guns, bitch. Like, they was standing up for ourselves. And it turned into this this sort of homestead, Wild West protection scenario, which is so many Western themes in this show, but that one really stood out. Yeah. I don't know. That was a bit on the nose. That that whole sequence just needed to not be there. Yeah. 
Like, um, ultimately, if they want to put Riva somewhere, they should have had her flip sides and do something about the situation instead of just caving. She should have showed up to help Obi-Wan take Vader down. That like would that, have been more interesting. That would yeah. have been fucking cool. And it would have given her more substance. I mean, it would have detracted a bit from Obi-Wan. But I mean, like, if she's helping fight, it does not mean that she has to get through the whole fight. Because it, the idea is that if she's supposed to be... Let's okay, you know, I'm going to just say, let's say she's supposed to be a middle ground. And this is like a, just a tangent, whatever. But like, if she was in that fight against Vader, and partway through the fight, that's when she gets stabbed. Yeah, yeah. That draws the parallel parallel lines for obi-wan to qui-gon yeah to darth to yeah darth yeah then he could have seen qui-gon in riva yep yeah yep yep and that could have tied it all together that way yeah but like nah we're gonna have her go be faux vader and not even follow through but i think that <laughs> and we're not gonna really touch and on the fact very... that everything in that scene made no sense like the, the, the moisture farmers are now like pro combat fighters like yeah that and, was and like I get it, like, you have to defend the homestead against Tusken Raiders and things like that. Sure. But, like, They're it, not does, it does not make you game LOL 420 no-scope tactics, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, barreled just... through an entire tribe of fucking uh, sand people. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they're like, we, we fight them off on our turf when they come in small numbers. And... Riva's like, yeah, I could literally slaughter an and entire they, village of these And people. they know. Like, they're educated because they've got Luke. So, like, they they clearly know that, like, hey, the Inquisitorial Department or Vader is a possibility. But in none of those situations would anyone be like, okay, so we're going to give you these blasters, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you can commit suicide by Vader. Yeah. 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 I did like, really enjoy <laughs> Obviously, the reason she never killed them and the reason she never... Because she wasn't committed to it at the time. I get that, like, yeah, character-wise. Sure, fine. That's why they were able to air quotes win or not. They didn't really win. They just... She didn't outright murder them. But it just, like... it. But if they could just squeeze in one more scene... On Tatooine, aka the galaxy's lightsaber graveyard, right? It's like how many how many fucking lightsabers can you fit on a farm? I, you know, like, I don't know. Go to go to Tatooine and use force move. Find out the entire Lars farm is just, just buried with <laughs> lightsabers. That's what I assume. New, you can't, you can't dig anywhere. New job in Tatooine: a metal detector, and you're just digging up like, every ten feet. Like, why is this whole planet fucking desert? It's like because somebody's even burying. These fucking lightsabers <laughs> in the ground and they're fucking force corrupted. The planet's dead it's, now. It's a reality, some reality show kid from, from their version of YouTube, HollowTube or whatever. Dig it like using his metal detector out there. He finds a lightsaber. He's got to call the police. The police oh have to come God. in. They have to dispose of it. Like it's this whole thing. Just like actual YouTube. To, to so. be honest though, it would be fun to see more just almost not jokey stuff, but just like random shit in the star Wars universe, just like an anthology of just like, like not cops per se. Like I know that they've made jokes about that shit, but like just stuff going on in the galaxy. And if you really, really need to have fan service, you can have things on in the background. Fans will pick shit out. I got you. I got you on this one. Oh my God. So there's a stormtrooper, right? I'm in. Uh, And he's a beat (laughs) cop stormtrooper. No. So he's, he's working the beat. And he's just solving problems on Coruscant all fucking day long, right? And then suddenly, he's just, like, solving tickets. Like, he's just giving out tickets. Yeah, yeah. That's all he does. Yeah, yeah. You know, tickets, arresting hoodlums, you know, drug bust, you know, nothing nothing too complex. Just, like, you know, normal everyday stuff. And then suddenly, he, there's a flash of light, and he looks up and goes, oh, 
what was that? And then it just cuts to, to Luke Skywalker having blown up the dart, the Death Star. <laughs> and he's just like, huh. Well, they kind of they oh. touched on it at the end of uh, Mando season one with Jason Sudeikis as a stormtrooper, where they were like, they were just talking about some random shit on the speeders at yeah. the beginning yeah. of the episode. And at one point, Grogu starts to move around the bag and he punches the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The, the fucking slapstick from that scene was amazing. It was so, oh, good. so good. It was so Them good. shooting, they couldn't hit the, the goddamn yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they're like the gun rattles when he shakes it. I'm just like, oh my god. I want to see more stuff like that. So Star Wars. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see more stuff like that. And then like, why not like an ad? Like we know the galaxy's like commercialized. Do you know what I mean? Like that was like the whole theory they're, behind That's just Starship eight. Troopers. Well, like, there's just so much that they can just have fun with that yeah. they just don't because yeah. nobody really like wants to give any like of the actual. I think Disney's freedoms. afraid yeah. to, you know, break let out mold. too much. Well, the thing is like, they not don't break the mold, but they can't have certain, they, their comedy has to be a certain level, but, but they're dabbling in it in, in the MCU. You know, that's the thing. So yeah. like they will do it with one property. They should do it with another. So I think that maybe we'll start to see things eventually, but like, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a little annoying because like we know how much, there's so much juicy stuff under the hood. Yes. But we never get to it. Well, okay, here's a, here's a counter argument. They are being yelled at for not sticking to the ideas of Star Wars, especially with the last three movies, right? Don't think we're, we're going to argue that. What if they're afraid they to departure. do it now because they're being told, you need to go look at the old series and start again. Like, rethink of those deeply and start again. But at the same time, the original, the, the original trilogy, Hope... Um, Return or Empire Strikes yeah. and, and Return. They didn't have all that much comedy of ever. Well, they, they they had quite a bit, but it was like it was a lot of like um like situational sort of stuff happening, right? Like Han Solo like running running around like crazy back and forth trying to keep yeah. keep the Falcon well, together. Or and, or even yelling when he's charging after the stormtroopers and he goes in the hallway that's full of fucking stormtroopers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's like a there is a lot of comedy in Star Wars. It is not as in your face because don't forget that's also a lot more conservative time than yeah, back those in the, yeah. things. And, and I mean it's Luke George Lucas who writes family content. Yeah. That's mm. not and he also wanted that pulpy humor. That yeah. was his style. Well, I mean, that's like, not yeah, in like, vogue anymore. Well, it's like that whole like the, like the whole Buster and like all of the all of the old like um, adventure like serials and shit like yeah. that we used to watch. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, but the the thing that I, I want to keep going back to is like like you're talking about like how like fans are telling them one thing and they're trying to do it and then like as soon as they do that the fans go inverse. But like the problem is that it doesn't feel like they are actually committing to something. It feels like they are, they are kind of listening, but not really. Yeah. And they're still trying to do their own thing. And it's like, okay, but like, if you're not going to actually take the advice, then don't say you took the advice because you didn't take the advice. But ultimately, like I said, most of Obi-Wan was great. A lot of the Mandalorian also great. These things came after the movies, a lot of their yeah. big fuck ups. So like there is stuff going on, that is still very much in the right vein, but they just keep missing the mark on their new content, which is which is unfortunate. Mm. Because See, I don't think they've missed. I think I don't think they've missed the mark. No, no, not, I think not, not not the show. I'm talking about like the new yeah. stuff in the shows, like the new characters and the new oh. stuff oh, yeah, oh the i stuff. see i see not the like, shows themselves but like trying to create new mythos right so like yeah. it's like it, it feels like they're not actually photoshopping they're just taking another photo cutting it out and gluing it on the other photo. i see what yeah, you're it's saying. almost like they're they're doing it 
And they don't even intend to carry it forward at all. Yeah. Like, it's bizarre. Like, it feels like there is not the level of heart they need. Okay. Yeah. That, yes. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. Like, like, I, like, the thing is, like, they're, like, right there. They're yeah. right on the cusp. They're just fucking themselves. And they need to stop fucking They're not themselves. willing to go... They they need to go whole dick into something new. New character. Yes. New character and, and like, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I'm going to make a bet right now. And I could be super wrong because I was so wrong with fucking Wheel of Time. Holy fuck was I wrong. <laughs> um, the... <laughs> I mean, if you haven't read the books, it's probably a great show. Go watch it. Um, the, the one thing, though, with Star Wars, and I think that we're going to be really excited to... See it when it starts to hit is the High Republic content because it's new. Yeah. It's new content that they've gone whole dick in, like you said. Why not? Let's use that term. And I think that when we see the High Republic, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. I think it's going to be fun. And it, it's it's a complete and utter departure from the current storylines, the Skywalkers, all, all that stuff. Like it, it's, it, it's, it is it is Pathfinder to D&D being like the original content. Yeah, yeah. It's high power a lot more Jedi, a lot more things going wrong in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Cool. There's that old kind of like political landscape that you got with the prequels tied into a lot of the heart of the original series. Mm-hmm. So I think that they have something really, really good. So wait for things like Acolyte to start coming out. That takes place during the High Republic. And that focuses on the Sith. So like we're going to start to see a lot of content that is potentially really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sure, if they want to keep doing some praises for the old stuff, fine, whatever. Shrug. I, I actually don't care if they do that or not. I like it, sure, but I don't need it in my life. No. What I need for them to do is to go all in on something that they're actually wanting to do, something yeah. brand new. And like, I, and this I is ours. That's we've what the, put a lot and of I effort. I think that's what the High Republic is going to be. Okay. But yeah. Until now, I think Mando's maybe the closest we've gotten to it. Yeah, Mando's yeah. maybe the closest we've yeah. gotten to it. I think. Yeah, because they did kind of recanonize shit and they kind of redefine yep. what Mandalorians were. Yeah. Um. And the one thing, the one, uh, the only thing that they really had to pay any homage to, because it, because he exists in the fucking universe at the time, he's still the Grand Master of the Jedi Order, and that's Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Yoda's in the High Republic. Well, is there going to be? But I, aside from that, did I just hear there's going to be a Yoda miniseries? Is that a thing? Oh God, I hope not. <sighs> so here's the thing, uh, what Adam said. But secondly, <laughs> yeah. But but secondly, if they are, it's going to be lead up to the High Republic. It's oh. not because everyone already knows fucking Yoda's story. Yeah. Because Yoda's story is literally the movies. Yeah. Like, and then, and then he dies. <laughs> like, and, and it comes one with the force, but you know, we'll split hairs. I mean, <laughs> what is death, right? <laughs> then being one with the force. I roll. <laughs> That's actually, I got to ask this question, Rob. Yeah. Qui-Gon never lost his body. Yeah, they don't always. That doesn't always happen. But yet he's a ghost spirit. What's up with that? They, they. That's a huge thing I see online. People I think it are was fucked the, up about it. people. Okay, people yeah. talking about he hadn't quite mastered it. <clears throat> okay, so you've got that, like three so, minutes to explain uh, this. And we're no, out. I'm just, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just angry because there is a there's a part in the extended universe, and anyone who's read it probably knows where I'm going with this, where Mara Jade Skywalker dies, and for the longest time. They couldn't figure out why her body didn't become one with the force because it didn't until they were in like the process of having the funeral and then it disappeared because there was something that they needed to figure out. And so she wouldn't let her body go away until they did. Hmm. And that she knew that if she kept her body there, that they were going to figure something out now as to why Qui-Gon's body didn't go away. 
probably oversight at the time. They didn't think that they were going to bring back Qui-Gon at any point. Yeah. But, like, which is kind of dumb because, like, it happens in the third series with the, like, hey, remember your old master? <laughs> uh, but, like, so ultimately it's, like, is it a missed, a missed point? Probably. Probably is. Qui-Gon probably should have disappeared. Um, but, I mean, does it really matter? Eh, not really. I think it's more symbolic when it happens. Like, the Force is like, hey, this person, like, did good things. Be like them. Disappear. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was already kind of bought in that Jedi were just all becoming one with the Force when they die. Pretty like, much. There, there was nothing else they had to do to sell me on that. Ultimately, the Force is really just like, hey, everything in the universe is the Force. It's like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> and then so when you die yeah like yeah you go back to the force yeah that makes sense in just a roundabout way so wrapping up did we change anyone's number on this any did anyone's rating changed i would say i'm leaning more toward eight slightly yes. <laughs> i'd say i'm still running a seven because i think that they can do better and i like to be angry yeah yeah Okay. But, I, I'm still going to settle on they should have done more with the net new stuff they created. Yeah, for that's sure. What I'll say. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and that's been my whole argument the whole time is that I didn't hate the show. I hated that they shortchanged themselves. I just don't think it deserves a seven. Yeah, Seven's really yeah. low. Yeah. But no, wait, no, wait, no. What, what's to your honest, rating? Because what's your rating? Because my, my rating and, is... And these ratings are so like arbitrary in the sense like it has you have to understand like where i'm coming yeah from. yeah but like usually because i do ratings a lot and raised by spoilers so five is a i didn't hate it i didn't love it it existed um what happens is you get to like usually if you're at a, like a three it's a three or four it's a this was so bad i still had fun with it though um, yeah, like, and then one and two like is like, I'll waste my time. It's like, it's not fun. It's boring. Like, it, it's, I like the visuals. Move on. It gave me nothing. It gave me <laughs> yeah. nothing to work That was with. like episode nine for me. Yeah. Like so if I'm talking like a seven, a seven is a show where I'm like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I wasted my time. I feel like I would say I liked it, but it's at best I liked it. Eight and eight is like, oh, wow, that was really, really good. Nine is holy shit. That was amazing. Ten is, that doesn't exist. Yeah, like so, like really, what it came came down to for me, and like kind of where my my thought process is behind my my scoring scheme, is that the um, when I'm looking at like you know what do they do on a technical level, what do they do on a character level, what do they do for visuals, like making it like actually Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like was the themes right, and like a lot of it was check boxes for me. But the problem is that ultimately at the end of the day, um, the heart of Star Wars is the characters of Star Wars because everything else is really just kind of like really shitty writing. <laughs> like, but I, I'm not saying that as a mean way. I'm saying like, it's like, it's just not quality stuff, but it doesn't matter because it's all part of a whole. But the problem is, is that when they come in and they make the series this way and they make these really, really stupid mistakes, it, it, they have to be almost punished for it. Because at the same time, we know that they can do quality stuff, but they're just missing the mark. And if you're missing the mark, that is not just me taking off a point or two, because that would just be like, hey, look, you guys fucked up one or two things. No big deal. Let's move on. But I'm looking at it from like, if you're trying to keep this IP alive, you need to do better because you're you're spitting in your own face at this point. Which is impressive because you're spitting and then catching it on your face. But like at the same time, it's still spin on your face. Got it. And the fact that you're doing it to yourself is kind of like eye rolling. 
That's just hot. That's We're into summary. that shit. No, it's, it's not hot because like nobody gets off on that. <laughs> you get off on somebody else spitting on you or spitting on somebody else. Yeah, spinning on yourself is just pathetic because <laughs> it's not even masturbation at that point. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I can't wait for rain. Like, <laughs> I don't. That's amazing. That. All right, we will wrap it up. Uh, so thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking part. Let us know what you thought. Let us know, listener, what you thought of Obi Wan. What what you thought were its strengths, its merits, what you hated about it, what you loved about it, all that good stuff. You can hit us up at Ronin Geekery on Twitter. You can hit us up uh, at Ronin Geek News on Facebook. You can hit myself up, Alex Austin W, on Twitter as well. And we'll obviously be posting the episode on there. So feel free to comment. Feel free to send us a message, whatever you want to do. And uh, also make sure to check out um, another series running on the same feed called Raised by spoilers if you're into movies lots of good topics on there the most recent one i saw that just dropped was the masters of the universe episode that i got to guest on which was a lot of fun i really enjoyed that so if you're into movies cult classics things like that that's going to be the show for you raised by spoilers don't don't go there for the most uh i would say academic movie talk it's fun movie talk that's the whole point right yes i should add that on that series coming up we've got a i guess we'll call it a bs uh versus series the movie pathfinder with carl urban Versus the 2000 D&D movie with um, Wayne's. The Wayne Brothers. It was just the one guy. Um, Marlon Wayne, I think. Yeah. Um, And also um, coming out will be our next episode will be with a guest speaker. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah, we we've laid that down as well. So I was just I, I got caught up on the movies you were watching and just under like looking forward to the torture that you're about to put yourself yeah. through. So uh, I mean, it'll be fun, but it's not like the properties. Our it'll next episodes wild. will all be tabletop related, Pathfinder, D and D, and Delta Green, which is a call clue. So listen to all that if you're into that stuff. Can't wait to hear it. All right, make sure to check this out on Bitcade Podcast app. We'd love to have you as a listener on there, and make sure to sub to Rona Geek Official Podcast while you're on there as well. We'd really appreciate it. Anyway, thanks. So much for listening this is alex austin signing off and princess plubby and adam uh and rob and we'll talk to you later thanks for listening